Hello and welcome to There Will Be Film. I'm your host, Nathan Darcy-Roberts. This is the show we test comedians on their knowledge and taste in film. I'm here once again with Stuart Laws and Heidi Regan. Hi. Hello. Hello. And our special, <laughs> special guest, Kat Sadler. Hello. Yeah. I really wanted Hi. you to get to Kat quickly because I could see her trying to swallow the donut. <laughs> we're really going to punch up the mic. If you can't hear from her, um, Kat was eating a donut, so we're going to just isolate your mic. Please do. Just to hear yeah. that hurried <laughs> eating. Like, <laughs> I've wedged some up behind my um, back tooth mm. as well. Oh, for later? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Texas when it comes down later. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway through. Time for pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, what's different about the format this year? Well, this year we're doing things a little different. Yeah. As you can see, we've only got one guest, so we can give our love to just one guest. Excellent. Like a parent, when you've got two children and you're like, this is too much, one's got to go. Yeah. And you get rid of that kid so you can focus on the one that you love. And can I just pick you up on a certain aspect of what you said? Um, each podcast episode is us giving our love to the one guest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the episode, should they perform appropriately, uh, we will bestow on them a bounty of love. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> job. Which okay. is just a bounty with a bit of jizz on it. <laughs> Excellent. The donut Delicious. is just a little appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we're going to have um, one guest per episode so we can just focus on the, uh, the rounds in a little bit more detail. So yeah, no we one weren't is giving them enough focus. And I love focus. Thank you. Like Will Smith and Margot Robbie, I'm all about focus. Do you get upset if the shot's out of focus? I stand up, and that's the end, and sit back down, down again. Down, yeah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> passive protest. Kat, can you tell us about your film history? You're a film student, a former film student. I did, yeah, three years. A yeah. scholar of film. Mm -hmm. Can you say, for my sins, at the end of every sentence? Yes, okay. for my sins. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank <my sins>. you. <laughs> But you were talking about beforehand and telling me the story about how you had a sexual awakening to oh, the yeah. film Scott Pilgrim v. The I World. Did, I did, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember vividly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can tell you exactly when it is. Yeah. It's there on the beds in the... She, he goes back to hers and she shows him all her tea. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then they, they go up and they kiss and she takes her top off and climbs on him. I remember like watching, like staring, nice. you know, deeply yeah, yeah, focused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that in the cinema or? It was in the cinema, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I loved it so much. I made everyone go back and watch it the next day. Who did you sit like, with? My mum, my oh. dad, and my sister. <laughs> did you explain what what your reasons were? I've had my really sexual good. awakening. I didn't know it was sexual awakening. I was just like, I love this scene so much. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to get the haircut, so I dyed my hair to match. But you're aware there's like a very physical, sexual emotion that's coursing through your veins. You're like, do you know who I want to be here when I feel this again? <laughs> Mum and dad. <laughs> Let's bring them back. I and think at like, the time I just thought you? it was really good. 14, 15? 14, yeah, yeah, 14, 15. Yeah, yeah. must have been. Yeah, it was yeah. a big, big moment. And they all came back with you a second time. And, um, they were my all dad having actually, sexual awakenings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the last films I saw with my dad and uh, he actually walked out. <laughs> the second time. He, well, he only saw it once. I, so I went with my sister and then I brought everyone to see it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it was so good. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so you, and did your sister come the second time? She came time? the second time, yeah. I think she liked it, but he walked out. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. Was it a thing? Was you were not aware that this was sort of related to sexuality. Absolutely you thought no it was idea. just a case. Yeah, no this idea. film is so good. Yeah, I thought it was that so this is good. how it makes you feel. It's I a directorial choice. Yeah, I honestly thought, I think I just saw a lot of like strong female characters at that time and just thought like they were really cool, but I didn't mm. realise it's because I 
fancied them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in hindsight, yes, it was. But, See, yeah. I had that experience with Eight Mile. Oh yeah. Um, I wasn't. I was with my friend Tom Hill, and I couldn't think of anything worse than reliving that with my mum sitting next to oh me. Oh my god! I thought you had your sexual awakening to Cameron Diaz and the mask. Uh, that was more like. I suppose that's it's less erotic. I think that was a, that was a, <laughs> that was a childhood sexual awakening. Right. That's when like I find this person really beautiful. Okay. Like it's like a sort of objectification of like a person. I guess I find her really beautiful. Yeah. But when they have there's like the hand job scene in Eight Mile. Okay. That's when I was like I don't even know what the fuck. All bets are off now. I yeah. didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I thought yeah, hands were for done. drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and praying to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I dyed my hair red after seeing Run Lola Run. And really? yeah. yeah. In that case, I don't think it was a sexual awakening, even though I would have been up for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to look as cool as her. And I did not. And it washed out so quickly. And yeah. But I think it was similar to Scott Pilgrim, where it's also like, it was like a new type of filmmaking. So oh. I think that adds. I feel oh, like. Yeah. You think it's new types of filmmaking <laughs> gets you riled up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have seen Heidi on the advent of 3D. She was wild. <laughs> smell vision <laughs> Just thrashing around in a 4DX seat. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> uh, what was your sexual awakening? I think it was The Mask, probably. Yeah. I was 10 when that came out. And I remember it was the first film I saw in the cinema and was like, what, what is this? What is happening right now? Also, Red Where Dress. She, uh, yeah, Red Dress. So that, again, when The Matrix came out, again, another one. <laughs> you're like, yeah. is that what it was? And maybe that's yeah. it. It is Schindler's that. List. That was, that's quite a sad one, but it yeah, happened yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about anything that's had a red dress? Yeah. yeah. We, did Who Framed Roger Rabbit have a red dress? Yeah, Ooh, that's true, actually. That's it's a good all, one. It's... And that was a new type of uh, filmmaking. But this yeah. is what I'm positive. <laughs> so I was rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> you're big into your film theory. Mm-hmm. So the red dress is sort of an indicator of The Matrix right of yeah. sort of like yeah. mm. so perhaps not being sexually awoken is being in the matrix and coming out of it is being in the real world or is it the reverse as in and the red dress symbolizes waking up yes from the matrix yeah and a bonus and a bonus <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a rock hard theory <laughs> rock solid sorry <laughs> i feel like i fancy the other one more in matrix Do in you? the in the level oh, really? of the what, yeah. hang on. Oh, um, you're talking Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But not the... But not the woman in the red dress. No. Yeah. No. Because she didn't have much screen time. Yeah, yeah, that's actually probably it, yeah. Yeah, I would say the woman in the red dress is sort of like, I'm having to work stuff around to make the theory work there because obviously Carrie-Anne Moss in The Matrix is... The most beautiful. Yeah. And Keanu is probably, that's the most beautiful he is And now well. tell me, mm. Carrie-Anne Moss, yeah. is she also in Spy Kids or have I got them mixed up? Who plays the mom in Spy Kids? I don't want to take a wild guess. I have no idea. I'm not. I'm not gonna like, carry on. Morris. This is never really did it for me. When I was a little really? boy. Really? Yeah. I think it's the haircut. I liked the kind of. Really? She had like a gel through it and a curl. I don't like leather. leather. I don't like. Oh, really? Yeah. She's dressed like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. It's like not for me. Like, it's, it's trying too hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not giving. Uh, I put on a nice red dress. I was like. <laughs> I think there should be a remake of the Ma- Matrix. It's Carla Gugino. Who's that? The. Uh, just an actor. Does she look like yeah. her? Can I have Yeah, it does look a little bit. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, it's yeah. the same. So I want a remake of The Matrix where they're not wearing sexy tight leather. They're just wearing like baggy hoodies, all of them, <laughs> and see if anyone would watch the film. They're all just like Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> really like comfortable. Like shorts. 
<laughs> I think that would be genuine art. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like you've got like a real history of people like leaving cinemas. So yeah. You know, like movies halfway through, right? Didn't your mum like force you to leave Garfield? She made us walk out. It's just so upset, yeah. Because your mum notoriously it. loves Mondays, right? Yeah. <laughs> she loves her favourite day of the week. <laughs> um, no, we had to walk out. She was furious. And like now that's her barometer for like, if something's shit, it's like, is it worse than Garfield? Like, oh, wow. So she's really angry about it. I think oh. she really felt like that was an hour and a half. She'll never get back. But she's already paid for it. I never understand the thing of leaving a movie. I've never left a film. I've like, nearly have to stay left there. Uh, the producers, the remake of the producers. We hated it so much. And also it was one of those things where everyone in the cinema was laughing so much. It was making us angry. Right, yeah. 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 Where, which I assume was the same for That's Garfield. why I left your show. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I left your show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Thank you good. for <laughs> implying everyone was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a woman on the back row in a red dress. I, uh, I, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Don't know, wake up. <laughs> Have you watched Garfield though, the 2004? <laughs> no. no. Yeah, yes, exactly. Have. have you? Yeah, yeah. And it was one of the worst things. It's not great, but yeah. I wouldn't walk out of it. Really? I I've walked out of two films and they've been in the last five years, but it's because I have a Cineworld Unlimited. Right. And it was oh. like, I would just, and both of the films were well over two and a half hours. And I was mm. just like. What films? It, Chapter Two. Yeah, that's fair. Avatar Two. I just wanted to see the, I knew I was going to walk out of Avatar 2 yeah. <laughs> I went into it being like oh, I want to see what it looks like mm. and then about an hour and a half in I was like cool I, you've put down every bit I know what's going to happen for the second half now so I'm going to get out of it well, jokes on you. They time travel for the whole what? second half. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even hint at that once. In the first half. <laughs> was the whale even in it in the second half? <laughs> Is there a whale? Yeah, yeah, there's a whale. Yeah. The whale returns in a red dress and it's a <laughs> real barnstormer. <laughs> we also walked out of Rock of Ages. Did you ever get tricked oh, into seeing Rock of Ages? Rock of no. Ages. That Is was that like about... my post-A level treat and it was so bad. It's such a timestamp. Queen? <laughs> Queen? No. I don't remember. Uh, it's it just like all like sort of hair, hair metal bands, right? Like a parody of those. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like Mark Wahlberg, that one? or? Oh, no, that's you. Rockstar. It's got oh, yeah. Tom Cruise in. Oh, it's that one. Um, I think Russell Brand was in it. Yeah. Um, so I imagine it's held up well. Maylin Ackerman, Alec Baldwin, Catherine Zeta-Jones. It was one of the worst wow, things I've ever seen. Star-studded. <laughs> Brand, Brian Cranston, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Yeah. Rock a, a film of for the ages. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what I did there, Heidi? No. No? <laughs> Uh, get a whiteboard, we'll explain it, we'll break it down. <laughs> you love film theory, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I think mum just gets really cross and we walk out if she doesn't like it. Why do you so... keep going with your mum? I feel like that would be an yeah. issue for me. I think she wants to be cultured, but she's choosing the wrong stuff. So we end up going to Garfield. things. <laughs> yeah, and then she gets upset and she's like, this is why we don't go to the cinema. <laughs> this like culture is bullshit. Yeah, exactly. He loves us, yeah. She's, she's doing a like... full ball gown. <laughs> <laughs> Matilda as well like at the she got you to walk out Matilda hated it yeah it's with the kids on the swings she was like free cross really? <laughs> wait is this Matilda the live show yeah the live theatre show that, like, which is expensive wait you left, you left in the show not the movie we, of it no we, no god no not seeing the movie of it the um, show's great it was awful we hated it and mum made us walk out <laughs> wow <laughs> it was so expensive as well <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, it sounds oh. like everyone doesn't like sort of live entertainment in any way. Oh, I'm like, we like the Jersey Boys, but that I, was I it. stand by what I just <laughs> said. Let me tell you, the theatre show is. I've it's heard amazing. nothing but rave really? reviews. Yeah, I love it. 
I think it's great. Have you seen that for Fusa? Yeah. Wow. Thought Did you stay great. the whole way? No, no, Past I left the way. <laughs> it was my sister's re- birthday the, as well. Book. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> it's her birthday present with Sue Matilda over to walk out. <laughs> you said that's with such somber. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> it's like buying your sister's shoes and just dashing one in the fucking train tracks. That was her gift. How do your sister feel about that? Well, she was like, Mum does this trick where, like, if we go to, if you want to get like good seats at the theatre, you have to go up to the t- the till at the front and say, um, one of us doesn't feel very well, <gasps> and they might be sick. So can we go on the end? That's amazing. So like, we'd already done the groundwork of Lizzie feeling sick for her birthday, and then we got to the sit in really good seats, and then Mum made us walk out. So. Well, at least her story looked more yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. You're... Luckily, it was on the end. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, she's about to shit herself. We need yeah. to leave. There's nothing to do with the production. Yeah, that was bad. Wow. Yeah. So, what's the last film you saw and sat through? I I sat through all of um... Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while. <laughs> I sat through um, everything ever all at once. Okay. Nice. Thought that was yeah. Sat through that. It was quite long. I did check my phone once, but that's, you know. Uh, and then before that, it was um, Knives Out. That's the last thing you saw, Knives Out? Yeah. That's wild. That, I mean, you should have walked out from that. That was, I think, a bad film. I don't wow. know. I thought it was really smug. I think it might be repeating myself in the pod, but I feel like, I feel it's the kind of film where I constantly expect Ryan Johnson to come out and be like, <laughs> what a wicked web I've wove. <laughs> like, you smug bastard. It's yeah. like so proud of itself. You've got, you've got the vibe of a dad at a magic show here. <laughs> like, how dare you try and pull the wool over my eyes in front of my children <laughs> in front of my wife <laughs> you emasculate me in front of my wife as I r- worriedly rub my uh, Jesus <laughs> my, my Christian necklace I don't even know what it's called that's my a Jesus far necklace. way out from religion necklace. my Jesus I'm here with my Jesus necklace <laughs> a good Christian man with my I Jesus necklace third revelation <laughs> yeah, I hated that film Wow. I don't like those, but like mysteries. Do you have this? No. I feel like it's like people want watch them to feel clever, like. But it's actually not. It's actually well, you've been told all the clues and here's the thing solved, and you've done nothing. You <laughs> I know. I like the problem is that you don't like to be made to feel dumb. <laughs> you don't like, like to feel that one. made you yeah. feel. <laughs> You're like who's eating the lasagna? <laughs> you've given me all the clues. We know how Garfield feels. <laughs> This <laughs> is the credits roll. Hold a minute, cats can't talk. <laughs> I reject the premise. Oh, you'll have, I saw a seven-hour film earlier this year. What film? It's called Satin Tango. Uh, it's at the Prince Charles, and it's it had two inter- intervals, so it's like split into three halves, and it is a lot of people walking. <laughs> so you might just start, if someone's going to, it's like in a small village, yeah. And if someone will walk to another part of the village. You'll just follow them for like 20 minutes. Oh Are you sure um, you weren't playing a computer game? <laughs> uh, actually, I was on a train that just started down. <laughs> and the opening shot is 10 minutes of cows. Oh my God. It's real good. What did the review say about it? Oh, it was a smash hit. <laughs> really? Not enough cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you look on IMDb trivia afterwards? Because yeah. I thought it was a film that long, you have to. It's <laughs> <laughs> <As> pudding. Because <laughs> you've not had enough time yeah, yeah, with the yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> Only seven hours. If I'm watching it that long, I want some facts to say to people uh, so I feel like I've done my homework. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. watch the film just to facilitate the following trivia search. Sometimes I don't even watch the film. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Never seen Chinatown, but I know everything about the production. Uh, well, if we're talking trivia, um, let's go into the first round. This is the fill in the oh, blanks round. Nathan, what a <laughs> what segue. What a segue, right? I'm very pleased with that. So this is the fill in the blanks round. Where I'm going to give you a piece of famous trivia, and then you have to fill in the blanks. So the first piece. In David Finch's Fight Club, there is a blank in every scene. A glass and a half of milk. A camera. Okay. <laughs> There's a visible camera in every scene. <laughs> He's constantly in front of mirrors, so there's a constant reflection of the entire crew. Fight? Um, fight? Is there a fight in every scene? It could be. Well, it depends how you define fight. Is it oh. a physical thing? I mean, is conflict synonymous for fight? No, conflict... I think it's a physical fight in every scene. Yeah. No, uh, but it was behind camera. Yeah. <laughs> every single scene there was a fight happening. <laughs> If you turn up the volume, you can hear just hear Fincher laying body blows on the gaffer. <laughs> Is it um, uh, a shot of like a dick? Because of that, s- oh. that scene in the film. Uh, no, only when I watch it and close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on the commentary Technically, of that. there probably is a, a, a penis dom. in every scene. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably not Bechdel test passer. Oh, well, as in like, if there are, <laughs> are there more than one penis? In the scene, and do they talk t- to oh. each other about anything other than a vagina? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they both have to have names. Yeah. <laughs> the penis, yeah. the bell dong test. <laughs> um, is there a, a message in every scene? Like a thematic message? Yes. Uh, what would that message be? Do you think? Get your dong out. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. Uh, fighting is usually bad. But uh, under some uh, what circumstances would it be good? Yeah, list the three that you're thinking of. Um, From your own personal experience. <laughs> um, if someone's trying to get into your house, yep. yeah. you're allowed to fight them. Um, um, stand if your ground. Won't leave your house, stand your ground. If someone won't leave your house. Yeah. And for the right to party. <laughs> and for the right to party. <laughs> <laughs> In your house. <laughs> is that correct? That's very close. <laughs> okay. uh, is no. it product placement? Yeah, what product? Ooh. Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh, there's lots of... Fight Club is Ikea? in like... No. <gasps> I think he's right. I think so. <laughs> That's a really yeah, I'll good take guess. it back. No, yeah, it's correct. There's like scenes in cellars. And... Is it a watch? No. Oh, that was good. Um... Cigarettes. No, one more guess. This is the final guess. Is it a drink? Yes. Oh, is it a beer? No. Oh. B? <laughs> I was going to let you, were you fade me... into a beauty. It's a Starbucks cup. I uh, was wow. And yet you didn't. And yet you didn't. And um, yeah, it's a Starbucks. Hang on, so I was right at the start when I said a glass and a half and everyone just blazed over <gasps> me trying to do. We did blaze. Sorry. What's glass and a half? It's from Cadbury's. A uh, glass and a half of milk in every bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I stand by moving past that rapidly. <laughs> I stand by my blazing. <laughs> in their adverts, they were like, there's a glass and a half in every bar. And I tweeted at them, do you mean blood or cum? And they never replied. <laughs> and you were shadow banned for six months. <laughs> Their silence is definitely... <laughs> yeah. Production on James Cameron's Titanic had to be shut down after the cast accidentally blank. Booked a holiday. <laughs> Sailed past Two. the iceberg without any issues. <laughs> and had to do a full turn of the, of the globe to go back and get it again. 
<laughs> it doesn't turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this ship's not for turning, Thatcher. Did they keep wow. looking at the camera? <laughs> Sorry, I missed the Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> they keep looking at the camera. Yeah. No. <laughs> is it one word? Like, is it or is it a, an action? It's like a, it's a thing that happened. And then the shutdown prediction. What well, one word is it like because of yeah. death? Yeah, illness. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking about. Because it's a lot of underwater. So do they get cold? Uh, what oh, they do they get cold? Because they got cold, so that's a shutdown yeah. production. So just to go back over, so the sentence is, uh, production got shut down because the crew... The cast. The, cast the co- crew and cast accidentally. illness. Just wanted to check, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, accidentally kept using iPhones in every shot. They are, I mean, if that happened, it would be a time traveller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that there is a, a theory... That uh, yeah. That the Titanic is a prequel to Terminator, and that <laughs> Leo is a time traveler, and the proof in this film theory is that every time there's a historical inaccuracy, they're like, "That's proof he's a Terminator time traveler," rather than <laughs> oh, that good. we didn't do our research. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps quoting Borat <laughs> and talking about how funny Mrs. Doubtfire is. <laughs> And, so his, and his mission was to bone Rose. <laughs> <laughs> it sunk on my birthday. Did it? Yeah, April 14th. Oh, wow. do, you, do you light a candle every year? <laughs> do you feel like you share you it? You look so smug. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, actually, the it's, Titanic yeah. is about me. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Titanic themed birthday one year, which was fun. Oh, did nice. I have a cake? That was the boat. The, uh, <laughs> did everyone dress like... No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually just me that was there. <laughs> but, you know. Just you with the Titanic cake. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a 9-11 birthday the following year? <laughs> no, because that's not on my birthday. Oh, right then. <laughs> Sorry, never forget. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> Honestly. 1,500 people died on that boat. For my birthday. For your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have 1,500 candles on the cake in commemoration? <laughs> Jack, (laughs) (laughs) Billy Zane. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know how to make the noise of blowing a candle out into. No, it was really great space work though. That's what I did. (laughs) Um, I give up. Uh, They ingested PCP. What? What? Yeah, someone uh, like laced laced, like a drink with PCP, and everyone got fucking like insanely high. So they had to like shut down production, whatever, just sort of. Calm the fuck down. Can you wow. remind me what PCP is? Uh, it's like angel dust. It's like a hallucinogen. Oh. So if I don't really, yeah, I think it's like sort of a mixture of like ketamine and acid. I think I don't really, I've never come across wow. it. It's like a, it's more like an American thing. It's like wow. meth, kind of bigger over there. And where was it? Well, how hmm? did they get it in the crew? What was this? Um, what I think someone, like, it, someone put it in like a, a drink. Oh my god! Like in catering, so Were yeah, someone laced it. Drinking wow. from punch bowls. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, James Cameron likes to run his sets like a frat party. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone spiked the punch today? Oh <laughs> 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 ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty pretty gnarly. Wow. So. You can watch the Titanic now and think which scenes were people starting to come up on. Wow. Mm. And happy birthday, Captain. And happy birthday. <laughs> 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 the whole film just going, and happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the final, that's the commemoration. Like uh, Rose drops the <laughs> Cœur de la Mer into the, into the ocean. It just fades to black. Happy <laughs> birthday, Cat <Kat> Sandler. <laughs> Over the top of Finn. <laughs> 
And we've talked about the ending to Finding Nemo in Sweden before, haven't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So good. What? The ending to Finding Nemo in Sweden is because th- the word for end. <laughs> so it's that beautiful ending with the music and it's like pulling back from the reef. And then in the English language one, it just comes up with end or whatever. Mm. Uh-huh. Or fin? Or fin, yeah, maybe. But in Swedish, that word is slut. No <laughs> way. It just comes up slut. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean that all Swedish films have that? I think you're being really harsh on the Swedish people there. Not <laughs> <laughs> well, all films have Finn at the end. It depends if you did that. But I think the, the perfect film for that to happen on, that would be Barbie. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here to see my gynecologist. Sluts! <laughs> so the final question uh, in the Fill in the Blanks round is, to make the sex scenes in Fifty Shades of Grey more realistic, the filmmakers put in CGI blank. Tears. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I remember reading something about them having goosebumps or something. Oh, she has a hair stand on her on her arms. You're close. Ah, really close. To, uh, like just loads of hair, body hair, more loads dicks. of pubes. More dicks. <laughs> Correct. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> they they put in CGI pubes. Oh my god! Wow. Which Where? is on who? Uh, I think everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just every by. character. You see people on a busy street. They've all got CGI bushes. Just bursting out their flies. <laughs> <laughs> this is realistic, guys. That would be a funny use of uh, CGI if they had to get it in because every single cast member forgot to do their flies up. <laughs> they had to do up the flies of every cast. And they're like, well, they're going to have a big bush. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that job. You're the pube guy in Hollywood. <laughs> I've done all the big pictures. I've done Fifty Shades of Grey. I did Titanic. I'm putting them pubes. I'm removing pubes. I did Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> they said they want the cat to have a Brazilian. They didn't like it. So I put a big bushel of pubes in there. <laughs> I've never seen you do this character. <laughs> I like yeah. it. The guy. He's What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> Danny. Danny. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy the pube guy. <laughs> I started on the filthy, dirty smut pictures in Times Square. Then I took myself to Hollywood. <laughs> now it's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> now Danny's got a backstory, and right? we know too much about him. <laughs> So now the second round is the big pitch. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna pitch a sequel to a film which should never have a sequel. This week we're gonna pitch the sequel to Get a Gerwig's latest billion-dollar blockbuster, Barbie. So it's a whole new entry into the franchise. You don't even need to continue it. And uh, let me just run through here. You're the uh, the Hollywood exec. I'm the big we're exec. pitching to you. Uh, all three of us pitching to you individually, and we, you're picking your favorite. Uh, I would say I want you to... Or seeing I, if there's any allyships that I thought we're working together. Yeah. So how it's going to work? Oh, You're all going to okay. work together to pitch it to me. So I want you to all be um, sort of punching up each other's ideas, but I will be electing a head writer. Exciting. And so. someone will get a special all-expenses-paid <laughs> trip to the Titanic Museum with Danny the Pube Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be on Cat's birthday? birthday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My birthday. <laughs> it will be if it's on Cat's birthday. Uh, Denny may insist that you leave halfway through. Okay, that's fine. Okay, we will do. Um, so so I, I feel like we need to take a fresh spin on it. We need to take it to a different hemisphere. It should be fresh because 
Kat is sick of the Barbie movie. Yeah, the old You've Barbie seen movies. so yeah. much Honestly, of it. Yeah. Time for a fresh, fresh. Change it up. Yeah. So how they do it with sitcoms is they go, oh, we're going on holiday. So yep. this one they're going down under. Hello, thank you. And it's called Shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> you like that? I do, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So because everyone will be like, we're used to Barbie in America. Yeah. That's all we think about. Yeah. And then so now she's like, a double fish out of water. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Is it the shrimp from Shark Tale? It's the shrimp from Shark yeah. Tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can you remind me what the shrimp in Shark Tale was like? He's what? about to get eaten by the shark and he's like, my sister had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he the is guys. on Barbie. Yeah, there's yeah, yep, yep, a romance okay. between yep. the two. So it's kind of a buddy, yeah, buddy yeah, film. Yeah, oh, yeah. romance. Yeah, it blooms into that. I'd okay, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, so just so we're on the same page, um, Barbie will uh, be played by a male, but uh, <laughs> at a male shrimp. <laughs> Wait, Barbie no. is no, no, no. Barbie is Barbie. Horace Barbie's the Shrimp from Shark Tale so will be on Barbie's head. Yeah, right. Like, as her okay. Yeah. Okay. And who, she doesn't know that until midpoint of the yeah. film. Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. How does she discover that? So, what's the inscientific incident? What's her journey? I think. Well, cat. I was going to say maybe he controls. <gasps> so she's really Rat-tid- good at kicking. Oh, it's like a ratatouille yeah. scenario. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And what what is Horace trying to get Barbie to do? Kick sharks. Kick sharks. So they go to the aquarium in Sydney, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> and they, and uh, they go Are you on a kick. looking at me s- to see if I, it's correct pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying this right? <laughs> so yeah, he takes Barbie, uh, using controlling her, to the aquarium. She thinks all this time. I'm just learning how to be a woman in the real world. Mm-hmm. What she's actually being forced to do is fight sharks. Yes. And she doesn't know why. Totally. I also feel like, you know how the first one was Greta Gerwig? Mm. It's like very feminist. Yeah. This should be the opposite of that. Like extremely sexist. Yeah. Like who's the least feminist director we can get? Well, ma- uh, male gaze directors are like people like Michael Bay, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Bay would be good. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Bay attack this. Um, I think... Can what? we get Bay? We can get Bay. Okay. No, I. I this is this is ideal. Can we get Bay? <laughs> Shrimp on the Bay. <laughs> we got Bay on ice. <laughs> Baby's day out. Barbie's and, day out. I, I've changed the pitch. So it's Barbie's day out. And we can do like fun credits where it's like Michael um, Born Bay Beach. No, I lost it. Uh, <laughs> never had it in the first place. Bondi Bondi Beach, Beach, yeah. Bay. <laughs> I was trying to do a Bay reference and I was like, I'm thinking of somewhere else and a different country. <laughs> I think I may have been thinking of Bombay Bicycle Club. I see, um, yeah, that, yeah, that's different. I like it taking a very misogynist Thank spin. You. I think that was a big criticism of the first one by yeah. the Manosphere, that it didn't represent male interests enough. Yep. Yeah. So I'd love to see those interests represented, if, if you can. Yeah, well, my mum hated it as well. <laughs> <laughs> she walked out. Yeah, she didn't a- walk out, but she did say it was a load of shit. Wow. Oops. Because she felt like, um, she was like, so feminist and empowering. What if I don't want to do anything? (laughs) (laughs) She felt pushed along by the Barbie. She felt like not enough. Yeah. There's even a speech in the film about how you don't have to feel like that. She didn't get to that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She was kicking people's legs out of the way. (laughs) She was on the way to the exit by that point. Can I say this about David Soren, who voices um, Horace the Shrimp? Mm. He also vo- voiced uh, muscle-sized baby Jimbo in The Boss Baby. So, <gasps> so The Boss There's Barbie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
There's all sorts of options and what plays on words of the word baby yeah, and Barbie. Yeah, Michael Bay yeah. will be Ooh. excited yeah. by yeah. that link. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of buzz around muscle-bound baby Jim. Uh, <laughs> I think I'd really like to get him involved. So he, so if we're going for misogynist, yeah, um, and she's also attacking sharks, are we thinking yeah. the sharks are a metaphor? For feminism. I guess. Oh, <laughs> and she's okay. attacking them. So it's been around for millions and millions of years. Yeah. Mm. It was around in the time of the dinosaurs. Yep. Mm. And the shrimp is trying to get her to destroy feminism. Yes. And much in the way, I, if I'm going to sort of give you a suggestion, like much like uh, sharks are attacking man right now. Yes. Feminism is, okay. well, certain men are being are perceiving that feminism is coming for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's something you said pre Pre-record, you uh, took me to one side. And like, what are we going to do about this? <laughs> don't, uh, don't let the others hear. Don't let the others hear. You yeah. kept saying, "Don't let the others hear," in quite a horrible way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, I just showed you a couple of clips which you really responded to of um, Brother Tate, and I just feel like <laughs> this is. I'll, I'll be, I'll be including links to these clips in the episode description below. <laughs> I'd like, I would like Tate in this as well. I think. Yeah, he'll... yeah. Tate is in it. He's the final character. Yeah, that they've. He's the final. Boss baby, <laughs> <laughs> and he does look like a big baby as yeah, well. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of appropriate. Um, so the shark represents uh, feminism. Yeah, and then if our ultimate message is anti-feminist, uh, would the shark eat Barbie to teach us women a lesson? I think the I think the film can have a message of equality and it's about Barbie and the Sharks living in peace. Yeah. So it finishes with uh, a joint performance between the Sharks, Horace and Barbie at the Sydney Opera House, which, if we think about it, is shaped like multiple shark fins. Mm. A symbol or of feminism. Or multiple sluts, if and you're multiple... Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> and we end the film with slut, slut, slut. <laughs> and that keeps the misogynist happy. That's really happy. nice, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, if yeah. it's Michael Bay, can Barbie be a Transformer? <gasps> yes, toy theme as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. great. That's a great, great time. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She will turn into Transformer at the end, and the Transformer robot will be... A shark robot. Oh, oh wow! And also because uh, Transformers, I'm pretty sure they only had one lady Transformer for most of their time. Like the Smurfs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had a good time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She got railed 24-7. Okay, I was trying to be subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Smurf just ass-blasting Smurfette. <laughs> Week we got a week, it's endless. Oh, I think that's too far. Actually, yeah, no, I, I can't believe you no, found no, guys, the I've line. got a couple of videos. We should take a little time and watch. <laughs> I think you'll find that's very appropriate and woke. Actually, as you said it, I literally pictured my mum just reaching for and going, "No, too much." <laughs> Turning off our podcast. <laughs> reaching past the frangers and <laughs> in uh, Australia, our condom is a franger. Wow, Franger. Yeah, so that'll be a big that'll part be in of the Barbie, Barbie film. I think yeah. that'll be the opening line of dialogue. With shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> on Where's <black>. my Franger? <laughs> well, that's how you catch one of the sharks at the end, a giant Franger, and it swims into it and you quickly tie up the end. Oh, so Ooh. the message yeah, so is kind let, of climate change as well, like yes. clean up the ocean. Yeah, oh. clean up the ocean. Don't let the great white shark get out of the Franger, just like you Feminism. don't want the great white come to get out of the <laughs> in normal life. Also, now the shark 
represent cum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it always did, and so it's a kind of roundabout way. <laughs> so the shark is both feminism and <laughs> semen. Yeah, mm. and, yeah. Can Equality. they not be both bedfellows? Yeah. How does the relationship between uh, Barbie and Horace end? What's the resolution <laughs> of that? Just where are they at the end? Yeah, because we actually didn't get past the fact that she didn't know he was controlling her <laughs> until midway uh, when yeah. it's revealed. And I guess. Well, let's just consult the document we all worked on. <laughs> this idea that we've really yeah. ironed out all the kinks. I mean, we definitely, whatever it is, it needs to work in the catchphrase shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah, okay. Because okay. that's kind mm. of what. It works, doesn't it? Because the shrimp's on the Barbie mm. the whole time. Yeah, but so we don't they have to need worry one of them too. to say. Oh, oh my God, there's right. a shrimp on the Barbie. Oh. There could be another one. A shrimp friend's like, how about another shrimp on the Barbie? Yeah, and yeah, And that yeah. sets up sequel potential. Yeah, shrimp on the Barbies or shrimps on the Barbie. Shrimps, Ooh. which one would you like? Shrimp on the Barbies? I think we do two, or? Se- separate, two sequels. separate sequels. I think the dialogue <laughs> should be that of them like sort of working it out in real time. Like, yeah, should yeah. It work, which one's better? Yeah. Cut to black, hard cut to yeah, slut. slut. <laughs> <laughs> just really flashes up quick like a fight club. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like with the order description. Slut. <laughs> and then the opera house comes up. Slut, slut, slut. <laughs> I think then the lights it. instantly turn on the cinema screen and everyone's like ushered out by guards. <laughs> oh, t- <laughs> um, so yeah, Horace is... Um, uh, He's a friend and a lover. I think that's clear. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. So I interpret that that it ends with Barbie uh, having full positive sex with a shrimp. Yeah, or what if it's like um like the La La Land ending and he's playing the piano and <gasps> oh. she walks in and oh, they see beautiful. they had their lives together like it doesn't work on his timeline. Oh, oh I like so that's that. incredible. Thank you. That's, so, that's really nice. Yeah. And I also do want Horace to white splain jazz. Yeah, yeah. Those so I do love the thought that the film is um, starts with Barbie needing a franger, going to Australia, attacking sharks, not knowing why. Of the film discovers a shrimp on her head. Someone says, "There's a shrimp on the Barbie," and then like twenty minutes later, she walks into the chat bar, sees the shrimp, and just imagines what could have been, and then it goes slap. When when I hear it set out like in film. <laughs> like that. It's As we wrote in our beautiful. document, I was just like, yeah, we've really put something together special here. I'd watch that. Yeah. 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 yeah there's a clear or there's a clear target demo for this. I think, yeah. you know, it needs a bit of development. So you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bit of tightening. Yeah, yeah. There's always gonna be plot holes. But I think that's I think that's beautiful. And do you think Michael your mum would make it her way all the way through? No. It? No. <laughs> yeah, so that she makes would it miss good. the most Absolutely beautiful not. ending. No. Yeah. What plot beat no. do you think would lose her? <laughs> Probably when a woman starts talking, you know, <laughs> saying anything. Oh, <laughs> I'm all right with the shrimp, but yeah, this lady. Great. Yeah, she likes oh, that. so much pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's fantastic. I am going to green like that. Um, and the person I am going to award, uh, lead writer, uh, Kat, because of your... Um, <laughs> wow, because it was my birthday. Because it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you think the Titanic crashes every day? <laughs> <laughs> It's my birthday. Again. The, the, the story will take place. The, the final scene will be on the anniversary of the Titanic. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and can yeah. I just say what the tagline is? That might help me get some oh, points. Please. So it's, a, it's a Shrimp on the Barbie, Barbie 2, Feminist for My Tastes. <laughs> that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really performative, ca- so you lose points. <laughs> <laughs> Catching waves. On third wave feminism. So oh, waves. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, we can get there, guys. Yeah. Beneath the waves of third 
wave yeah, feminism absolutely, on yeah. the Barbie. Um, give nice. us a Barbie, Barbie, give us a third wave feminism. Yeah. Is that Ooh. a chant? Yeah, yeah, give us a wave. Great ah. white, great yeah. white feminism. Oh. Great white. That's nice. Great white, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, great what white about savior. just like, give us a smile, love. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's nice. Yeah. Mm. And it's a shark doing a big smile. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's great. Because it's feminine. Cheer up, love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say Barbie 2, there's blood in the water, and it's Barbie <laughs> having a period, and <laughs> shark circling around her. Is that the whole tagline? There's uh, yeah. blood in the water, and it's Barbie having a period, and there are sharks in the water. And the picture of a still of, is a still of me explaining it. <laughs> is he in the movie? You're in a nursing home. <laughs> so for the final round, we are going to do the punch-up, where someone's going to share a concern they have, and we are going to turn that into an accessible blockbuster mainstream movie. Kat, have you got a trouble that you want to share with us? Um... Okay, so I've just moved out to live alone. I've moved into a little studio that has a big glass window as its front and no other windows, and it backs onto a car park, and I'm very scared I'm going to die. Yeah. Um, and do you, Are you going to die in, like, multiple ways, or is there a specific way you think you're going to die from them? I haven't got that far. Mm-hmm. It, the, the kind of fear I've got is that I'm going to open my eyes and someone's going to be standing over me. Do you ever have that? Yeah, I have it right now, and yeah. now I'm going to have it tonight. <laughs> that was vivid. <laughs> so this, to me, sounds like my spin would be we turn this into a rom-com. So this does happen. Yes, because this up. is meant to be like therapy where we get you over your thing yeah. with oh, okay. a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we take it. We, we, we sort of, yeah, we take the, the, the stigma away from it. Yeah. We take the stigma away from home a invasion. A man showing up in yeah. your house. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, so inciting incident, you're... Uh, a uh, young woman trying to have it all and mm. you Selfish. move into a new... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it Your mother's going to hate this element. <laughs> Stop making me do things. <laughs> You've moved into your, your glamorous new studio apartment. Uh, first night there, you wake up, there is a tall, dark stranger looming over you. I'm... No, you're like, Stu, make it not problematic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a man has shown up. <laughs> I now pass the battle. <laughs> I'm guessing um, it's Christmas. Okay. Mm. And he's Santa's cousin. Ah, kissing cousin. Kissing cousin. <laughs> it was December 1st. Uh, <laughs> he's real yeah. early. Yeah, he's very early, uh, but he's like, we've lost Santa and I'm going to murder you. <laughs> I'm going to wow, straight up murder you. And this Shoot, is a you. <laughs> Unless... <laughs> But where I'm from, Lapland, murder is a term that we use. It's a friendly term that means shower you with gifts and praise and love. And knives. And, <laughs> no, no, no. And, oh, and, and knife sets because yeah. you've moved into this place and mm. you haven't got a knife set yet. Yeah, and you want to yeah, cut up that tofu and the other things that you eat. Pasta, you want to cut up your pasta. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. And yeah. Santa was kidnapped outside of your studio because you've got these big windows. You left your phone camera running and you caught it because Santa would come to pick up his barn a TV off Gumtree. Uh... So he was just there visible in the car park. So you saw who kidnapped him. So you and Santa's kissing cousin team up <laughs> together to find Santa and save Christmas. And then you... You learn to be less afraid, but he also learns from you to use the doorbell and not scare mm. 
young women trying to have it all. And at yeah. the end, he says slut, and you go, does that have a different meaning in <laughs> Lapland? He's like, nah. <laughs> He's the same like, thing. Ilza, you can't change him overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I've taught him not to show My up. My fault trying to have it all. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that we need the Christmas setting to have a personal connection for you. So do you uh, hate Christmas? Yes, so much. Okay. I hate Christmas. Nice. Well, it's the worst day of the year. I hate to break it to you, but by the end of this film, <laughs> you're going to bloody love Christmas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How am I going to love Christmas then? Because it's new and associated with... I mean, that's a good Santa's question. Kissing what would make you love Christmas? A Ooh, man showing know. up in your house uninvited <laughs> and making you With go a solve a murder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's when you see Santa in that erotic bright red suit. <laughs> it oh, awakens something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my Matrix. God, yeah. circular. Yeah. And yeah, it's like he's, if someone's saying, you're going like, the man in red. <laughs> you're like, not as arousing. <laughs> Maybe it's like he's in green. Like, is this a world in which it's not sponsored by Coca-Cola? Oh. <gasps> It's an alternate history oh. rom-com about Santa's kissing cousin. And you <laughs> you hated Christmas because you thought it was too commercial. I did, yeah, mm. exactly. And yeah. that's what Santa was starting to feel. Mm. And when you and the kissing cousin finally find him, he's like, I'm so sick. I've, I always wore green. Oh, and so you're like, you can wear green. It's a world where Coke always kept on using cocaine in the recipe, so never became a sponsor, the main sort of <sighs> thing, inspiration for Christmas. So it's like Christmas stays green. Coke keeps Coke in it, and everyone's co- constantly off their fucking face. Yeah, yeah. And the cousin will be on cocaine for yeah. the majority yeah. of the film. Spain's yeah. way broke in. Yeah. yeah, and that's why you hate Christmas in the film because every work Christmas party you go to, everyone's off their mind on Coke. Yeah, and people keep saying things like, huh, "I guess it'll be snowing tonight." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah okay. another joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's another white Christmas for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do, do you feel like you'll yeah. sleep better tonight? Thank you. Yeah, I do feel well, safer. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad you're not just saying that. You feel like <laughs> yeah, that's better. I'm looking forward to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> All that coke. Yeah. yeah because yeah. what you don't know is that not only was that a punch up pitch, but it was a prophecy. So that <laughs> <laughs> will be unfolding. So that's the that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for coming in, Kat. Is there anything you want to plug? Oh, just my show that's coming out. It's coming out at the end of November. Please watch it. It'll be on BBC Three. What's it called? Uh, Such Brave Girls. It's going to be incredible. We're all like really looking forward to it. Yep. So please tune Thanks into that and leave a nice review. Of all of us. <laughs> on our various, whatever platform we're and on. how fit we sound. Yes. Yeah, please say how yeah. fit we sound. Actually, that would be good. Send in, out of ten... How fit do you think each of us sounds? <laughs> Unlucky, uh, Heidi. <laughs> I know I don't have a sexy voice. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to this episode of There Will Be Film. I will see you again next week. Bye. Slut. <laughs>